February 1st, 2021. My name is Corey. It's Jamal. And this is back with <clears throat> Inside the Scoreboard. All right, let's get straight to it, man. What you want uh, to uh, hop into right now? Man, there's so much going on in the NFL. Uh, but, I mean, with obvious news, Deshaun Watson, man, with, with the uh, some of the comments that he's made and the official statement he made to the Texans this week about wanting to be traded. Uh, first, do you think do you think that's a good decision on Deshaun? And, and ultimately, do you think the Texans will and should trade him? I think I think he's out of there. <laughs> if I'm Deshaun, I'm, I'm trying to get up out of there. They uh, traded away um, DeAndre Hopkins. Didn't get nothing back with DeAndre, uh, not DeAndre, um, David Johnson back for him. Bill O'Brien, you know the comments he made before about uh, Hopkins and everything. It's just a bad situation. The owners had made uh, previous statements that wasn't so well about the players saying that they're, uh, you can't let the, uh, the inmates control um, the prison mm -hmm. or something like that, something to that uh, sort. I'm kind of butchering the uh, statement or paraphrasing a little bit, but yeah, just I think it's time to go, man. Um, even Andre Johnson, uh, a guy that really doesn't say much, uh, not a guy that's always on social media, an uh, older guy, he spoke out and said, you know, Deshaun just needs to get out of there. So I think for the, for Deshaun, if he wants to, uh, you know, have more success, I, he has to get out of Houston. I agree. And I mean, I like what you said about Andre Johnson earlier this week, making, uh, actually coming coming out and actually making a statement, which is something he doesn't do. So for him to do that um, lets me know that he feels strongly <laughs> about that. And I agree. Uh, Texans um, is just probably not the best organization for Deshaun. They don't deserve Deshaun. Uh, not saying, you know, they're the worst organization to leave, but definitely some disconnect between ownership and the players. And uh, they kind of need to get that together. Deshaun should be on a contending, organized team. Yeah, and then they, they even told him, like, he was going to be a part of the GM hire, the coaching hire, and then come to mm -hmm. find out one of the guys Deshaun wants, wants to, uh, that he wants to interview for the position doesn't get a call for uh, for the job, which is uh, there be enemy for the Chiefs, and which has been the top offensive coordinator uh, with Andy Reid in Kansas City. And it's like, come on now, you guys told me y'all going to do this. What's the hold up? Y'all trying to bring in guys that no-name guys, guys I don't want? Exactly. You know, and exactly. it's, it's like, come on, you're going to tell me I'm going to be a part of something. Let me be a part of it. And, you know, just don't go behind my back um, doing these things. Exactly. I think they made I think the the uh, leadership was making empty promises to Deshaun Watson, um, simply just kind of pacifying them, saying what sounded good. But in actuality, they knew that they were going to make the ultimate decision and honestly probably could care less what he had to what he had to offer verbally. Um a lot of times in those type of organizations, I don't know, but I can easily see how kind of power may go to his head a little bit. I mean, you're a billion dollar owner. Uh, how is this guy who works for you going to tell you who you should hire? Now, I disagree with that, with that thinking, but I do think that's where the Texans owner was coming from and their leadership was coming from. Oh, yeah, I have to agree with you, too. But, it's you know, it's just about time. I mean, they, they hired a black coach. You know, it's almost like he was a almost like a charity hire, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of at the end, like, oh, let's just let's get him, uh, let's make Deshaun happy, you know, by getting him a black coach. And it's like, bro, come on, like, I, I hate that. Uh, I think it's uh, is it David Cully? He used to be with the uh, the Ravens. Cully is his last name, but um, oh yeah, the OC, right? I think OC, that was the OC. Uh, yeah. So I feel, um, I don't know if he was the OC um for the Ravens, but he definitely worked uh, with the Ravens coaching staff. Um, 
I, I just hate it for him to be in that position. You know, you have a good quarterback, but you're just going into a toxic situation. And, you know, I don't think um, the Texans thought Deshaun was going to ask for uh, ask for a trade, mm-hmm. but, I mean, you never can be surprised. You know, when you tell somebody, you know, you can get rid of all their weapons, you're making promises to them, he's asking for guys to get interviewed, and that's not getting done. I mean, you know, what do you think is going to happen, you know? Uh, I agree with you with that as well. I think that they didn't really think he was going to publicly make a, you know, request a trade or officially request a trade. Uh, and they kind of, I, I feel as an organization, they're probably regretting this. Uh, this is going to set Texans back significantly, bro. Uh, the best thing that I feel like Texas had going was Deshaun Watson. It, it's yes. no Texans right now without Deshaun Watson. So I'm curious to see what they do from here. But I hope Deshaun finds a, a nice landing spot. You know, I, I think they'll get rid of him, but hopefully it's, it's about the landing spot as well. And that's a nice transition right there. Um, we're going to talk about landing spots for a second, but I actually have to disagree with you on that part, bro. I think getting rid of Deshaun, uh, um, Deshaun Watson may not set the Texans back um, as far as um, as far as um, as we think, especially with the assets they're going to get back. Because we look at Matthew Stafford, bro. They literally just got um, two first-round draft picks and a decent quarterback from Matthew Stafford, who's 33 years old and never won a playoff game, which is crazy. That's true. That's so I, true. I really think they're going to get probably at least three first round draft picks and one or two solid starting players. And then we're talking about maybe some second and third round picks thrown in their deal as well. And you can do a lot with that draft, uh, with that type of conversation coming back. Now, do you have a spot that you would like to see or a few spots you would like to see Deshaun go? I got a few spots, you know, of course, would love to see him uh, come to Carolina. I think just with the organization now under new ownership, David Tepper, I think that'll be a nice mesh. Um, Tepper seems to be an open-minded sort of owner as far as like a player's guy almost. Uh, that's just kind of what he's given me so far. So I felt like Carolina also wouldn't mind him going to Dallas. Uh, another good organization as far as I, I'm sure Jerry will back the Mets, uh, you know, back Deshaun right. to, the, to the top. Yeah, they got a few pieces. Dallas got a few pieces they could throw in there. You know, if they want to throw Dak, possibly a first a yep. first round draft picks. Probably he's gonna be three, and then maybe uh, what's the uh, rookie they uh, drafted this past year? Oh, I cannot think of his name. I cannot uh, think of his name. Why well, can't Dallas receiver? Yeah, the young guy. Um, uh, C C B Lamb. Yeah, uh, C Lamb. Yeah, so I don't know. That's Three first, three or four first round, probably three first round picks, a second, a third round pick, and CD Lamb and Dak. You know, that's not that bad because honestly, I'm taking Dak over. Um, he's my second uh, quarterback that's available right now. And he's probably not technically available, but if I'm teens, I'm like, I'm um, I, I'm looking over what uh, I'm observing that situation in Dallas because I mean, he's way better. I'm not going to say what he's better than Matt Stafford, in my opinion. And he's a young quarterback, and um, a young quarterback that can play, and I think he'll be a good fit for a lot of teams. Yeah, you know, with like you said, um, Dallas wouldn't be like you know, like we said, Dallas wouldn't be a bad spot. But I feel like, as far as for the Texans, that would benefit Texans more than it would Dallas in a trade scenario. That way, uh, just because Dallas, uh, <clears throat> I mean, just because the the Texans, like you said, have been so close. In, in some some years, just kind of been a play away from kind of winning a playoff game or, you know, a play away from 
uh, kind of getting to the next level. Dallas, to me, has not been there. So, no. you know what I mean? So I feel like the task will be stronger for Deshaun in Dallas. You know, the the, the give or take will be stronger in Dallas. What were yeah. you saying, though? No, I was going to say, yeah, Dallas, you know, they have all the, the talent. It's just they never can come together. I don't know if that's Jerry Jones kind of uh, kind of interrupting the coaching, kind of um, messing up what they have going on or what. I don't know if it's coaching and management. It's something. You know, Dallas just hasn't been able to get over the hump the last few years. <clears throat> but getting back to Deshaun Watson, one of the few places I would like to see, see him go would be definitely be – I know we got the obvious choices. I don't think those are great places. I think coaching is good, like with the Jets in Miami. I think Miami wouldn't be a bad place for him. Um, but you got to think, if I'm Deshaun, I'm thinking, like, I still got to deal with uh, Lamar Jackson and uh, Pat Mahomes coming off the AFC. And I, if I was him, I'd rather go to, to the NFC. And uh, yeah. I'm with you. I, I think the Panthers, you know, that's not me being a homer. I just really think that they have the weapons, especially if they can come up with a deal to keep McCaffrey. And along with DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, and still be able to get uh, land Deshaun Watson and get rid of uh, Trash Bridgewater. I mean, it'd be great. <laughs> trash Bridgewater, but no, yeah, that would that would definitely be great. Um, I, I just feel like the Texans in this in this situation should definitely do what's best for them. You, I mean, it, it wouldn't be any reason to keep Deshaun around any longer. Try and go ahead and get something for him. Um, and with 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 saying that as well, Deshaun needs to be careful with. Do you know if he has a trade clause? Oh, he has a no trade clause, so he can really pick where he he wants to go. I mean, the Texans have to, of course, be uh, happy with the conversation they're getting back, of course. But yeah, he can kind of, you know, he has some say of where he wants to go. Definitely, definitely, LeBron, this move, man, do what's best for you. Make sure you put yourself in a situation to re- realistically compete next year, uh, even if it's not next year, within the next two years, because. At this point, it is kind of pressure on Deshaun Watson to kind of get over that hump. Uh, after a while, he won't really be able to kind of fall on the cusp of uh, the Texans organization not doing this or Texans organization not doing that. So definitely set, he needs to set himself up for success. Yeah, I think I think he'll be fine, honestly, wherever he goes. Um, I don't think the Jets would be as ideal as a lot of people think. The Jets, I mean, they just don't have enough weapons around him right now. I think it'd be, the, it'd be almost similar to what he has in Houston. Coaching is probably better. And the marketing with being in New York is is great. But I just think he'd be stuck in the same situation. Uh, I would like to see him either go to, of course, Carolina. Miami's not a bad spot. And then um, also um, San Francisco. Good defense. Um, they're just really a quarterback away, and they can make something happen. Yeah. Now, since we're already, like you were saying, on this NFL uh, kind of wave, and speaking of quarterbacks, in regards to – Haskins, you know, he was recently acquired. Uh, do you look for Haskins to still have kind of that um, um, that impact on the league that we once thought he would have a couple years ago, or do you think it's over for Haskins? I say he went to a great situation with uh, Mike Tomlin, um, mm-hmm. great coach. Uh, never uh, had an under five hundred season. A guy that's a player's coach, but also a very serious coach. You know, somebody that can teach him discipline. Mm-hmm. And then not to make it a black thing, but I think sometimes the message come, comes across a little bit. Uh, I kind of understand the message a little bit more when it's coming from a, a person that looks like you, that know where you're from, you know, and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think you have a little bit more level of respect. And then, of course, because he knows he's on his last straw in the NFL, so he has nothing, nothing to do but show up. And um, it's on him, really. You know, he's, he's in a great spot. They got um, good weapons in Pittsburgh. 
and all he has to do is really play his position. You don't know if Ben's going to be back next year or if Ben gets hurt. I don't wish an injury on nobody, but, you know, a situation could come up where he needs to start and, you know, he can mm-hmm. just have a few good games and, you know, that can be his, uh, that can be his uh, position to take. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, um, I do agree as far as the best situation for him. I don't agree that he'll take advantage of it. Unfortunately, I just don't think uh, I don't think he'll adjust too well. I know he I know he came off the bench and he was kind of that second guy um, in, in Washington for a second. Um, but I don't think he'll take too well to being the second guy. Just especially if Ben's back, I'm almost certain Ben will come back. I can't see him uh, ret- retiring. His old ass needs to sit down somewhere. He should. He really should. But I don't think he'll do it. I, I really don't think he, he Ben just going to take off and just get the keys to Haskins. I, I don't. And it's really messed up because he's playing with the Steelers loyalty. He knows the Steelers are going to be loyal to him. And he's just kind of holding those two Super Bowl trophies over their head. You know, like, look what I did. You know, it's pretty much like what ha- um, it should be. What have you done for me lately? Not what have I done? And I just think he needs to sit it down somewhere. Ben is always the guy complaining, the moaning. Oh, I think I might retire. Oh, this, you know, pointing fingers. You know, not taking full accountability. He's yep. been hurt. You know, sorry to the Pittsburgh fans. Like I say, I mean, I respect what he's done on the field. We all know his record off the field, so I'm not going to speak on that. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just think it's time for him to retire. I don't think Mason Rudolph should get the job. We already know he's not it. So the no. Dwayne Haskins, all he has to do is not mess up and take full advantage of this opportunity. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, he. I mean, we would like we would like to say he'll win that spot, but I don't know. Mason Rudolph versus him earning a number one spot. I don't. I don't know yeah, what I, what direction Tomlin will go in. Yeah, I don't have much faith. I don't have much faith. I don't have much faith in Dwayne Haskins. I'll be honest, but I mean, I'm just saying he. It's an opportunity. That's all. So just, I just hope he doesn't blow it like Jamarcus Russell. But okay, we'll see. he he will never be able to say he did not get the opportunity. Like you said, yeah. Pittsburgh, strong black coach, organized team, a team that has shown that they win regardless of who's on the roster or not. They are consistent. So it, it, it's just a matter: is he going to adapt to the program and? kind of just evolve or is he going to continue to do the same things and end up out the league in a year or two? And not to make this a black or white thing, but I'm just going to say this because <laughs> black uh, quarterbacks don't get that many chances. So he better make it count. I'm just be honest. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, 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 that's understood for sure. And then if you, you even see what the Josh Rosen situation, like they didn't hear a white quarterback. And he, he hasn't even gotten that many chances. They just try to trade him around everywhere. So hopefully, like I said, he takes full advantage of it. Oh, what do you think about the um, the haul that the uh, Lions got back from Matt Stafford? It was the two. It was two first round picks and uh, Jared Goff and Matt Stafford. Uh, you know, I, I for for Detroit, I, if you had already agreed to part ways with with Matthew Stafford, I feel like like that's probably the best available deal that was probably on the table. Um, I still think that it will benefit LA more. I just, I never thought that they had their quarterback uh, in golf. So I, I think now with Matthew Stafford, it kind of, it'll just kind of mesh a little more. You got to got us a little more experience. You know what I'm saying? I got us not scared to throw the ball down, which matches down with LA's offense um, and their coaching style over there. I, I'm excited to see what the Rams do. Yeah. Stafford, as far as like a, he's better than golf. Cause he can do, he can do more than the play action with Jared golf does a lot. He can run a shotgun. He can do the regular eye formation. Matt Stafford is a good quarterback, but mm-hmm. he hasn't won shit. He hasn't done shit, but put up numbers. And at the end of the day, it's about winning in this league. As many numbers as you can put up, if you don't win anything, you know, 
it means really nothing. I mean, it looks good, but at the end of the day, I felt like they they overpaid. But if that's their guy and they felt like he's their guy, then hey, I I can't knock them for that. Um, but I'm looking at the Rams. It's like y'all the same team that was so adamant about giving Jared Goff a hundred million dollars guaranteed uh, in his contract. What about a year and a half ago? Yeah. So. And then y'all just kind of lost faith in him. And now y'all getting a 33-year-old quarterback and Matt Stafford, who's been injury-prone a little bit, having won a playoff game. Like I said, he's a great talent. I'm not taking away anything as far as his numbers he's put up or as far as the type of player he is. I believe he's a good quarterback. But at the same time, it's still – it's a risky move, but I guess they're going for it. I would have rather them went out there Matt Ryan and maybe not have spent so much as far as the draft capital on – uh because they were, I felt like they were they would have got Matt Ryan at a cheaper uh, price tag, and they wouldn't yeah. have to, um, give up so much. But like I said, if that's their guy, cool. Um, I did hear where Carolina was offering the number eight pick and more for Matthew Stafford, and that's the dumbest shit ever. I'm wow. Glad, I'm glad that deal did not go through. Thankful, I'm thankful that the Lions did not accept that deal. I don't know why, but we'll get to the Panthers on on another day, but. I'm definitely glad that deal didn't go through. Yeah, with um, as far as as far as Detroit actually, I mean, as far as LA Rams actually acquiring Matthew Stafford, I do I do think that they just got the better part of the deal, but at the same time, they kind of put themselves in a clock with a 33 year old quarterback you don't have long. So I'm assuming LA's mindset is win now. Yeah, they're, uh, the, they're definitely in the hot seat, man. I mean, you give up that much for a 33 year old quarterback, and we're not talking about the all-time greats like we knew at Peyton Manning at 33 what he was we knew Aaron Rodgers at 33 what he what he was Tom Brady at 33 what he was those are all proven guys that won Super Bowls by that age were competing in the playoffs almost every every year honestly but those guys so you look at a guy like Matthew Stafford like I said he hasn't had the best support supporting cast around him I give him that he hasn't had the best coaches in defense I give him that but at some point your talent has to come into play where your talent should be able to uh, overcome all these problems and get your team uh, at least to the playoffs, at least twice. You know what I'm saying? He only been there once, and he didn't, he didn't win the playoff game. So, I mean, but when I look at Detroit, I'm, I'm like, where is the success within the last 30 years? You know what I'm saying? I can't really put that on Matt. Some, it's a couple organizations in the league that I just feel are poor organizations. You know what I mean? Like, just have not proven themselves to be organized, consistent in any type of way. So I'm not going to put it on Matt. In that scenario, because uh, we always, like you said, have always said the talent is there. We have always said the talent is there, but they just, he hasn't found a way to win. I think put him on a different situation, different team, different environment with some guys who have won. If you remember, LA was just in the Super Bowl. So guys who have, yeah. have won, you know, I, I think Matt does well here. We'll see though. Yeah, and I, I, totally, I totally agree with it, man. Um, but at the same time, I mean, no playoff wins. That's true. It's almost like it's almost like something's missing. Like I feel like he could have done more. Even though I, I agree with you, Detroit has not been good. Nothing has really been good as far as the Lions is concerned over the past decade. Going back to that, uh, Barry Sanders, they had one good year on the Jim Call where they were like eleven and five. But that's it. That, it's like I don't know. I feel like he left something on the table. Hopefully, he can he can um. He can get together with uh, with the Rams and uh, make uh, something good happen. 
I'm hoping so. Definitely hoping so for his sake. Um, just because that's a guy that I, I like to see. You know, I like to see him play. I don't necessarily like to see the Lions play, but you know, with Stafford, you're gonna get a a uh, exciting offense. He gonna he gonna keep it going, and he's tough. So, good luck to them. Yeah, and um, kind of I know that uh, we didn't talk. We didn't. We weren't really gonna go into this uh, topic, but um. That name got brought up, and I see that Carolina data made comments um, about having a uh, quarterback that can make those crucial plays and um, crunch time, and having a guy that can deliver. And I know they went after the uh, the Matt Stafford, and they're probably going to be in the trade talks for Deshaun Watson. I wouldn't be mad if the Carolina Panthers went after Dak Prescott. I would not be mad. And if they gave him five years and however much million now, he was going to get from the Cowboys. I wouldn't be mad. Um, I like Dak, and I think uh, we could do something in Carolina with Dak. I'm going to just leave it at that. I, I agree. I, I, w- I would like that for, for two reasons. One, because of his age. You know, he's not an, an age. He's not an old quarterback. Um, but yet, at the, at the same time, he's not a rookie. You know what I mean? So he his feet has gotten wet. He's, he's experienced his share of his fair share of intense games. Um, and I'm, I, and I can trust Dak to bounce back from this injury. Um, he, he's a straight professional. The t- when he, when he, the time that he has spent in Dallas, he's been a complete professional, never a guy you got to worry about off the field, um, all the woody woo extra stuff. Um, he's a guy that's going to come in and try to make his team better. So I just hope Carolina, if they do acquire him, make sure you keep, keep around them some good pieces. Let's so they can win. Hey man, we called it here first, man. Dak to Carolina, if it happens. So if it happens, you know, that's a big if. Um, but all right, we're going to transition from the NFL real quick. And we're going to – oh, before we do that, Super Bowl picks. Who you got in the Super Bowl? Never – I've learned my lesson of this. Uh, never bet against Brady. So I'm going with Brady. Uh, <laughs> Brady's probably going to win this. Plain to say, I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. I think it'd be a, I think it'd be a close game, but I think Mahomes and the Chiefs pull it out. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll get back up. We'll get back at y'all with that on the next episode. All right, so let's uh, transition to the NBA real quick. Uh, I know that the trade happened probably like a few weeks ago, but we haven't um, got a chance to touch on it. Um, James Harden was traded in a multi-team uh, deal to the Nets. Um, Karis LeVert went to um, Indiana. Uh, prayers out to him. I know he uh, he had suffered some uh, major health concerns. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully he makes a full recovery and uh, hopefully he'll get back on the court whenever he's uh, f- fully healthy. And Oladipo ended up going to the Rockets and Prince and uh, who else went with Prince and uh, Allen went to the Cavs. So what is those are kind of like the players that got traded and moved around. I know I'm missing some details and probably possibly. Did you say Oladipo? Yeah, I said uh, Depot to the uh, to the Rockets. Okay. Um, so we just got those are the major pieces that got moved. Um, what are your thoughts on um, what happened and how things went down? Uh, I feel like Houston did what they had to do. You know, we we saw it coming for for weeks prior to the day it actually happened. Um, they had to get Harden out of there after he's kind of been resistant to the team right now or to the to the team during that time. Uh, winner, I, of course, Brooklyn got better. That's no question about it. Brooklyn got better. That was the obvious. You got three monsters out in Brooklyn. So Brooklyn is definitely better. But I feel like Houston is better. Uh, Houston had an unhappy Harding, um, uh, a, a non-cohesive team. And then you bring in a guy like John Wall. Do, uh, you, I mean, you already have a guy like Jamal, John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins. Then you add some other pieces there of guys who want to win. 
Um, and they're pretty good. I, I would have to say they benefited well. Victor Oladipo looks comfortable. Um, th these guys look comfortable. They look like they've been playing together. Uh, so I look for them to get better. I look for them to continue to show what they've been doing. But who are your winners and losers in that trade, if there's a loser? I don't think nobody's a loser. When you look at the Cavs, they got a nice young center. They got uh, Prince, who's a uh, nice wing defender. Uh, when you look at the Rockets, ah, yes, they, they lost uh, a future Hall of Famer, James Harden. They get, did get some draft compensation back in Victor Oladipo. I don't think they got enough back for him. In my opinion, I feel like they could have got a lot more for James Harden, but James Harden was pretty much forcing his way out of uh, out of Rockets, not you know being active in plays. Kind of has his hands down on offense, um, and we know James Harden is thirty, ten, and five or on the, on the off day. Easy. And this man is putting up points like seventeen points a game, not having the double digits and assists. Rebound numbers are low. Come on now, like. James, you're not fooling nobody, bro. Like, we know you wanted it out there, and I I hate that he did that to um, a guy like John Wall. You know, the Rockets pretty much done, almost gave him everybody he wanted, man. Uh, Dwight Howard, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook. Like, bro, something got to give, man. Yeah. Like, you're, like in, you're in a situation now where the, the clock is ticking. Like, if you don't win nothing in um, at least a one or get to the finals, it's going to be it's gonna be a stain on his, uh, on his career, and it's not going to stain – um, Kyrie Irving and KD as much as him because those two already got a ring and KD got two of them. So I really, I really hope you know. I don't. Yeah. I feel like something's missing in Brooklyn. I don't know what it is, um, but I don't know that maybe they haven't turned it up a notch. But it's just it's something missing. I think they need a big man, but is one gonna be available for them to trade? They gave up pretty much everything they had to get James Harden. So I, just I mean, it's. it's it's bad. It's definitely bad. We'll be looking at a 30 for 30, uh, Jamal. We'll be looking at a 30 for 30 in 15 years or so. Oh, so talking think, about this. So you don't think they're going to win anything? I, I I really do want them to, but I don't think they will, man. I just, just I, I, I don't think they will. Even if they get rid of Kyrie and bring in some more pieces, I, I don't think they will. I know they can. I know they can. If they do, it'll be on the backs of KD. Uh, but if they don't, I know it'll be major, man. We'll be reading about this forever, more so because the age and time that we live in, his ego has kind of been more documented than I feel like another guy's ego would have been documented. It's been obvious, obviously resisting the COVID procedures, um, blatantly spitting in the faces, not not literally, but blatantly splitting in the faces of John Walden, Marcus Cousins, Coach Silas, basically saying it's just not going to work here. You know, so if he does not win a championship on top of that, that sandwich together is gonna is gonna ruin his career. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna stain his career, not ruin it because he is he is still James Harden. But he be definitely you know, he's Hall of Famer right now. He, if he retires today, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, sure. But as far as yeah, I, I I don't like the way he left Houston. I felt like he could have kept it professional and then like look, guys, I just I just want to I, I want to leave. I, I, want, I want a new spot. Maybe he tried that, and we don't know. But as far as like publicly, you know, bro, you gotta do stuff a little bit better when you're a superstar. You can't be in certain places with without a mask, you know, partying with a little baby, you know, that functions. You know, I'm hey, look, bro, I'm all for it. You just gotta know you gotta carry yourself a certain way when you're an NBA player and you're a superstar the way he is. Um, and then it's going back to the Rockets. I like what they're doing. They're on the win streak, right? A winning streak right now. They're competing. They're um, mm -hmm. John Wall playing good. Uh, Bookie Cousins looking good. 
Oladipo, Christian Wood. So I mean, I'm interested to see what the uh, what the Rockets gonna look like, man. A uh, uh, couple months now, from a couple months uh, from now. Definitely, man. And just to kind of piggyback on there, because we know a major, uh, another a major trade that took place recently was that Westbrook trade. Um, we were concerned about this. I feel like we had some off. Uh, offset kind of discussions just as far as Westbrook's impact. Is he going to hold him back? How do you feel so far with Westbrook out in Washington? No, they're so trash right now, bro. Hey, you know, I was all for him, bro. I was like, oh, two, two all-star level um, uh, guards in your backcourt. Oh, they coming. They're going to be in the East. They at least be six seed in the East, bro. Man, was I wrong, man. I don't know what they're doing up in Washington, bro. I'm so disappointed in them. Oh. I was just like, man, I thought they was going to get put up somewhere. I, I thought they was going to look not great, but I thought they would look good together. You know, I'm like, okay, you know, uh, Westbrook and, I mean, uh, Bradley Bill and John Wall seemed like they both needed, you know, fresh starts, fresh team. It felt like stuff got a little, you know, stagnant, kind of stale there. Yeah. I'm like, you know, here comes Westbrook, fresh off the uh, – a good playoffs. You know, it wasn't great. You know, he played he played real good. And I'm like, okay, he paired with Bradley Bill, a guy that was putting up numbers last year. You know, Washington, they got uh, – what's the uh, guy from Japan? I can't think of his name, but y'all can't know. think of his name, but I know you talking yeah. about. Yeah, and they got him. They got um, Bertans and the shooter. They got Thomas Bryant. Not great pieces um, by any stretch of imagination, but having just that backcourt alone and experienced coach, I'm like, yo, they they're gonna be all right. But boy, man, I was wrong. I, I'll take full blame on that one. I was wrong on that. Definitely. Uh, I, I mean, I I wasn't expecting greatness, but I wasn't expecting this. Uh, it kind of just put the, the seal on it as far as getting Bradley up out of Washington probably soon. Uh, you know, not not nothing major where I feel like Washington's going to break their neck or anything similar to the Harden situation just because I feel like Bradley is a bit more professional than Harden is. Um, but he's definitely going to be up out of there. As far as for Westbrook, I think this is more important and more impactful to Russ. His role on his next team or if he stays in Washington, it'll be different. But if he goes to another team that's supposed to be competing, his role, I feel, will be somewhat different. He's not going – I don't think any any team is – I think they're seeing the, the Westbrook effect. No team needs to have the ball handled mainly by what Russell Westbrook. He's proven that he's, you cannot win like that. He takes shots away from other guys. Don't get me wrong, he's an animal offense and defense, but he does not quite make your team better as is, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, I don't know what the thing is with Westbrook. I think he's a, a great player, great talent, and just, I don't know, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's Scott, Scott Brooks. I just It just hasn't been good. Um, he's not shooting the ball bad from three. He's shooting it uh, pretty good from three, but I know he's been missing a few games, but, and then he had that stat, it was like a week ago, I think it was like 163 shots and then 163 uh, points, was it? And we all know your shots, uh, your points are supposed to be way higher than your shot, shot attempts, man. So, way higher. Way higher. It's been ugly in Washington. There's no way to should code it. Hopefully, they get it together, but they might be breaking that team uh, pretty soon. I could see uh, maybe Russ going to New York. New York seems like a team that uh, they're thirsty for the playoffs. They want to get in the playoffs. And they're, they've been competing in it. I think they're in the playoff hunt right now. So I think if you give him a guy like Westbrook, a team where he can take full control, you know, kind of, uh, um, I think that'd be a good fit, fit for him. And I think New York would be, that is like one of the true places that he could go and have, like, he would be that guy. Oh, he'll definitely be that guy. Um, 
and he's gonna work. That's why Russ is not a lazy guy. He's not a guy that's gonna not go out there and give you 110. So maybe New York is a rejuvenation that he needs, but uh, I don't. I don't think Westbrook is taking those them to the the next level. You no, know no, what I'm I saying? Think, but I think if because Westbrook's still a, he's an all star. If he goes to New York, I think that if it, if they stay playing good in New York, I think he he would he would help them out a lot. Yeah, I mean, they already got guys like Austin Rivers out there, little pieces here and there, to, which is Ray why this team is been good. Uh, Barry, uh, yep, quickly a rookie. He's been playing great. Um, Mitchell Robinson. So uh, they, Kevin Knox, he's still trying to come into his own, but they got they got some they got some nice little pieces. They they're really just playing hard on the tips, and I think Tibbs would love a guy like Westbrook. That's like a match made in heaven right there. Oh yeah, a guy that's gonna. Definitely go after it on defensive ball, get guys fired up, man. That, that'll really be good for both of them. Um, will they win? Probably not, but it, it I mean, I, it probably would be nice to see. I wouldn't be mad with Russ in New York. All right, man. Any other, any other things you want to touch on before we head out? Man, I feel like I gotta feel like I gotta go back to the Bill situation because that's something I, that's something I've kind of been reading a bunch about, man. And I don't think people are touching on this aspect so much. Um, with how patient Bradley Beal has been through this entire process. Bradley, through his, after his second year, he kind of pretty much was putting a stamp in the league, like, I'm a, I'm a guy that's going to be around, and he's improved every single year, regardless of, of what Washington has done, failure to put pieces around him, dealing with John Wall injury. He has stayed true through this whole process. I think that Washington should respect him and quickly get him out of, out of Washington. I don't think they need to drag this out. Hopefully we're not having the same conversation come this beginning of next year. Uh, but but I, I had to say that Bradley Beal, please, please get out of there as soon as you can. It's a talent that that's being wasted. Uh, please get up out of there. Go to Phoenix. Go to go to San Antonio. Go go somewhere where organization is going to put pieces around you and get you a win. And just stop the power. I don't care if you want to get traded, but he's been power. Last game he was power. Maybe not before, but last game uh, when they played the Nets, it was a few uh, – Few clips of him just, you know, being off to the side during timeouts, him not really being, he's pretty much just kind of almost the way James Harden was, not, you know, uh, interacting with the players and not being active on offense and defense, just throwing the ball, you know, like, bro, come on, man. Like, it, it I know, did. Bro, it, I know it he, did he, needs to, he needs to tighten up a little bit, you know. So I'm, they did end up winning, winning that game. But I would just like to see him carry himself a little bit. But that was the only game I could actually say he was doing that in. So I, when I saw it, I was like, come on, Bill. Right, you better than that. Which is which is why I was gonna, I'm was i not giving him that hard effect. You know, not not yet. Because like you said, if she's, he's still competing. He's still going out here and putting up buckets and trying to get guys involved. But I, I did I did peep what, you, what you're talking about, the hands in your lab, the, the fresh, visible frustration, the visible uh, resistance kind of. So – Hopefully that was just like you said, temporary. Maybe it's something that happened in the locker room. We're not aware of whatever, whatever. Um, but still, Bradley, get up out of here as soon as you can. We're on the, we're on the out because in all these really situations, we're on the outside looking in. We really don't know what's what, but all we can do is really speculate. Yep. You don't know how long Bradley has been dealing with, you know, some of his frustrations in Washington. We don't know how many times Harden even was dealing with some of his frustrations that he spoke about. It's just, I feel like the major difference is we've seen and and people have came out publicly and spoken about how Harden was constantly giving his way, which is not unheard of in the NBA as far as for an all-star or superstar, but for this player to constantly be late to meetings, 
not really caring, not really being professional because you all have an organization that's allowed them to. I, I, I like I said, we'll be seeing a 30 for 30 on this one day. Yeah, because it was even um, talks about Russ getting frustrated and wanting to start uh, a film review when Harden wasn't there. Like, no, just start it, start it, you know, start it. Yeah, yeah. Start it. So, you know, we know like a, a guy like Russ, he may get a bad uh, rep for the shots he takes uh, from being hard headed, but one thing, he's going to give 110% on the court. 110%. Now, I know we're, we're heading up out of here, Drizzy, but I mean, Jamal, but we're, it's, we're a quarter of the way through the season. Uh, or about a quarter of the way through the season. Um, who? What's your predictions right now? Guys, who do you think is coming out the West? And who do you think is coming out the East? Uh, I, I got the Lakers coming out the West. Um, I think I called them last season, too, to win the whole thing, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I got the Lakers coming out the West and out the East. Ooh, man. The East is going to be a tough one. Ah. Uh, Philly or the Nets, but I'm going to just go ahead and I'm going to go with the Nets on that one. As far as the Nets, that's the obvious pick coming out of the East. Uh, I would definitely have to go with 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 them just because I don't see uh, – Giannis is not going to stop anything. Yeah, um, I've got faith in Giannis. He hasn't really grown his game. I mean, I think we touched on that last uh, last episode. It's just same old, same old spin move. Dunks. It's just sad too. It's a guy we want to see Keith continue to get better. So much potential, but I think they got the East. Um, and right now, LA for me is still the team coming out the West. So that's who I got. That's who I feel like we'll see LA and Brooklyn. Yeah, that's what that's what I can see right now. Just LA and Brooklyn. Like I said, I think Philly got a real good chance, and especially if they get. Uh, I know uh, Shams reported that the uh, that the Pelicans are looking to move J.J. Reddick somewhere to the Northeast, which would be Philly, Boston, um, Philly, Boston, the Nets. So one of them teams, they end up getting J.J. Reddick, you know, he might elevate them, to like solidify them coming out the East. Man, we, we, I mean, come on now. We can't just give it to Brooklyn. They already got, you know what I'm saying? They already got a shooter out there. I mean, he might prefer, I think, you know, J.J., he's, um, he got a house that resides in Brooklyn, if I'm not mistaken, they reported. But I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him back with, in Philly with Doc Rivers, and he already he already played for Philly, so I think that's a, a nice little uh, place for him to go as well. Man, that'll be something to see. I would I'd rather him in Philly just with that whole Doc situation, what he could bring to Philly as well. But hey, it'll be something good to see. All right, man. I think we pretty much touched on everything. I don't want to kind of steer away from other things we can touch on next episode. But oh uh, yeah, man. Until next time. Till next time, I'm Corey. I'm Jamal, appreciate y'all. For sure. Just inside the scoreboard. We'll catch y'all next time. All right. We out.